Welcome back to the Anti-Death Podcast. I'm your host, Bryant, but you can call me Death. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a few games that I'm currently playing and uh, a couple anime series that recently aired or is about to air. Uh, So let's get into this episode. Alright, we're going to start off by talking about games. The first game I'm going to talk about is Craftopia. So far, I have maybe 8 hours or so of gameplay into it. But what I can say so far is that it is a survival like slash Minecraft type game. You're building, you're uh, cutting down trees, you're breaking rocks, you're getting like metal and and iron and you're making weapons um stuff like the the pickaxe and and the axe to kind of help out when you're going through rocks you're going to different like ores um but you can do just about everything in this game you can transport to different worlds you have like multiple worlds um the different worlds they pretty much go up in level so if you're level one you're going to stay down at the basic but they give you two other worlds you're able to go to but first you have to craft a uh, a transporter to be able to go to those worlds so you gotta uh get rock i believe first off but so to get used to it, I recommend first staying on that world on your very first one and and learning what you can use, learning what you can uh, break apart, fighting enemies, seeing what different types of enemies and um, eventually you can just veer off once you get armor, um, once you level up enough to get armor. Armor, different weapons you can get like uh, swords, uh, bow and arrows, and you can bring them up uh, by using the different material. Like they have basic iron, they have silver, they have like gold. Um, I think it just goes up further and further from there. They it's like platinum, and then even stronger uh, iron and and metal. But Everything that you can craft weapons into, you can craft uh, items that you're going to use on a basic, like, of course, the pickaxe, like I said, and the axe, but you can also do, like, the fishing rods and everything. You can build an entire house out of wood, uh, rock, and I'm thinking eventually it may be metal. Um, I haven't gotten that far yet. But um, you can craft kind of like Fortnite. You craft stairs and you can craft just about anything. Walls, they have rooftops you can craft. Uh, So far, that's really all that game is about is surviving, which your health goes down. You get hungry. You, I, I don't think you get thirsty. No, I don't think so, but you have to constantly get food, you have to fish, you have to 
take down monsters and stuff like that to kind of progress more. But uh, in order to fully progress your world, pretty much, you have to upgrade the... uh, It's like a totem you're almost like praying to. But you're going to upgrade through the totem. The more you upgrade, the better your civilization can be. So you can move from like Stone Age where everything's like brick and, and, and wood. But then you can move up from that all the way up to like machines. Like you can have a robot that personally goes out and gets you uh, wood or any other materials. But you have to upgrade them more and more. Um, you can get, uh, it, which is weird, you can get breed machines. Where you can breed monsters to work in like almost like your own factory. They can make batteries. They can make uh, electrical charges and stuff like that but uh yeah you can do everything i have not progressed far enough to even come close to seeing what the game actually has to offer but if you're interested in it be sure to go check it out it's it's a pretty like laid back game to kind of just get into if you're trying to forget maybe let's say bad game of call of duty or or any other shooter like Rainbow Six for <laughs> for instance if you're trying to get away and just play something to kind of get lost into this game is it it's it's a really decent game um, for everything you're able to do in it and upgrade and play around with it's a decent little game to kind of get lost into um, they're currently working on Multiplayer. So multiplayer is not accessible right now, but somewhere later in the future, it will be. Um, I think they said that you can access it, but you're going to have like multiple bugs, glitches. You're going to be kicked out a lot, but it's it's a pretty decent game. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next game. The next game I want to talk about, which I recently just bought. Even though it came out last year. Um, Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry. If, you, if you've if been up on the series. Of uh, like the very first ones. You know where Devil May Cry 5 is going to be headed. There's a whole lot of action. You're going to of course be loving the, the characters and everything. But the difference in this one is. They added a new character. Uh, I had, I have no idea who, who, who he really is or what his backstory is, but his name is V. He's like some type of magician summoner type dude, but his tattoos like come to life. He can have like an eagle bird, giant bird. He can have a, like a panther or something like that to do all his fighting, but you never fight with him personally. You just finish him. Like the enemies, you just finish them to kind of kill them for the rest of the bit. Um, but so far that I've been playing, I played three hours. So I haven't gotten too far into it. I'm maybe third or fourth mission. But uh, for it to be a Devil May Cry game, I mean, you know what to expect out of it. It's constant fight. 
I've already fought a boss at the very beginning. Uh, now I will say this, uh, what's his name? Um, Dante, Dante at the beginning, you're not able to play with him at all. I have not bumped into him again. Uh, what ended up happening is that they challenged some big boss dude that's like on the same level as like Dante's father, uh, Sparta. Dante and his crew, like Lady and what's her name, Trish, Trisha, or it's another girl that he's he's with. They get destroyed, like just completely destroyed. So as what's his name, uh, Nero, I think. Um, as you come up to the scene and you're seeing them fight. Your guy that you're playing as, I want to say his name is Nero. Uh, he he wants to join him. He wants to go over and fight. He wants to to uh, help out Dante, you know. But you have V on the other side, which Dante tells him, "It's like, hey, y'all need to leave. This is getting dangerous. Just leave." And then he goes into like a um, like a a devil form, his devil form, and. Uh, so he goes into his devil form and he still cannot beat this dude. So, uh, with him trying to go up and fight again, this big boss dude pretty much cancels out all of his hits. Like, like they were nothing. Like, your devil, devil form don't mean anything to me. You pretty much got him on the verge of killing him. And then you see Nero and V trying to, uh, V's trying to get Nero to come, uh, kind of leave the castle or wherever they're at he's trying to get them to leave Nero's still trying to say no no stop let me go in and fight let me help them they need my help they need my help um but then it it's like stuff starts crashing down and they eventually leave so that's pretty much where it, like the first episode starts up at so it starts up your plan is narrow. Narrow, like in the last game, was extremely good. He had his he had his arm, but in this game, he does not have his arm. There's a mysterious guy that came to uh, to his like workshop or or whatever and uh, cut off his arm and took it. I'm thinking it's Virgil because the arm turned into a uh, a katana. It was Virgil's katana. So that's what I'm thinking. That the mysterious guy that took his arm is Virgil. Um, but he's with Nero. He's uh, he has mechanical arms and, and replacement arms that he can like pop into it. But uh, they're created by his partner, or yeah, pretty much his partner. Her name is N- Nico. Yeah, Nico. So she rides around in the van. You buy all your upgrades and stuff from her. You buy all your skills and everything from her shop. So as you're progressing, you're using your like red orbs to upgrade Nero, V, or I guess eventually Dante. But uh, I can't say too much about it right now because I have not fully 
gotten into the game. I thought by now I would have been like closer, like middle section of it, but not too much uh, uh, playing of that. I got kind of sidetracked. But I have played with the new guy, V. V, he's a... Uh, uh, you can pretty much spam buttons and you'd be good. You'd be able to get like SS like rank after the fight. Because all you got to do is keep spamming them. Which I don't like. But when it comes to it, 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 it is what it is. Um, I don't have too much more to say about Devil May Cry, but it's it's a really good game. So if you kept up with the series, uh, you've played all the old ones, if you have not played this one yet, I highly recommend you play it. To even start off with, it's it's really good so far. So I, I really do recommend that you play it. Alright, so my last game I want to talk about is Avengers. The one that came out this year. Not like the Lego one. But um, Avengers. I've played a couple... I think a couple main missions. And then after that, I started playing co-op. Co-op seems to be more fun. Because, I mean, you have two to like three other people with you. But um, I wasn't able to keep track of the storyline. So I think I need to go back and play the storyline. But so far, I mean... There's not much you can really ask for out of that game. You're playing as Hulk. You're playing as Iron Man. You're playing as... uh, uh, just uh, Once you unlock everybody, it gets a lot more fun. But everybody you're able to play with at the beginning, it's, it, it's okay. But I'm thinking, for me, once I unlock more and more people, like... I. I don't know how the ending is or close to the ending is, but if Captain America, if I'm not able to play as Captain America, I'm going to be upset with this game. But I highly doubt that they will take him out of it. Um, I have not been able to keep up with the storyline so far. I got to the point where I've only gotten Iron Man's armor. And then after that, I think it was just little co-op missions that we've been doing but Iron Man he's he's OP in that game like highly but which a buddy of mine would say differently he would probably say like Hulk or somebody is, is more OP because he plays with him more but um, I think Iron Man is, is pretty decent to start off with he's, he feels kind of like sluggish and slow but I mean they're, they're trying to make it seem more uh, more realistic. I mean, he has a bunch of armor on. He can't move fast. But uh, you can still fly up. You can hover. You can shoot off missiles. You can do the full beam from his chest. I mean, there's not much you can really ask for out of it. But uh, that's really all I got to say about the game section of it. I don't have too much to say on Avengers because I have not gotten further into the game. But any of these these games that I've mentioned, at least check them out. It's like if if a buddy of yours has it or is playing it, 
see what his opinion is. Because what I'm giving right now is just my opinion on the game and what's going on by what I'm seeing. But uh, I would highly recommend Crabtopia. If you have not played Devil May Cry 5, I recommend that as well. I don't recommend Avengers as much, but if you're an like, Avengers fan, go for it. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about some anime. Alright, let's talk about anime. Uh, I'm going to talk about three series, two in which came out this year but uh let's start off with demon slayer which came out maybe the beginning of last year so 2019 um it revolves around uh this character by the name of tanjiro and his sister uh, nezuko so with tanjiro and his family they live like in the woods in the middle of nowhere so when they need something from like the store or if they have stuff to sell Tanjiro will go into the city sell stuff buy stuff uh, and of course bring it back and it's a uh, for them it, it's a it's a really long distance so not all of them can go especially in the winter which the very first episode is winter but uh so he goes out, runs a few errands, and he's on his way back, and he gets, like, a, a scent of blood. So on his way back, he bumps into his, like, sister or whatever, covered in blood. And uh, so he rushes over to her, and it's like, he's asking her, oh, what happened? Hey, what's going on? And then next thing you know, she, like, attacks him. So at this point he realizes that his sister became a demon and it's very possible that she may have killed his, the rest of the family. So as he's trying to defend himself, he he's like holding her off pretty much. He's not hidden or anything like that, but he's holding her off and she's like trying to bite at his throat pretty much. But um all of a sudden a demon slayer pops up and he's about to uh, he's about to like kill her but instead of that happening I think Tanjiro in, ends up like adjusting and moving her out the way at, at the last minute and it's like he's trying to protect her and then uh, the demon slayer he's like way overpowered but uh Tanjiro tries to protect his sister, of course, even with her being a demon. The demon slayer tries to explain stuff to him, like, hey, she's a demon. It's my job to take him out. And that uh, nothing good would come out of it. And uh, Tanjiro pretty much told him, it's like, no, it's my sister. I'm a protector. Don't touch her. Don't hurt her. So eventually the demon slayer kind of like knocks him out. And then, um, and then like Nezuko rushes to Tanjiro, which the Demon Slayer thinks that she's about to 
pretty much kill him. But instead, she blocks the Demon Slayer from getting to her brother. And then he was more or less shocked because demons are like bloodthirsty pretty much. They would kill their own family, their their mother, father, sister, brother, it doesn't matter. But for some reason, she's protecting hers, even though she's in complete demon, like, possession type. So, instead of killing her brother, she ended up charging at the demon slayer. And, uh, at this point, he starts to think a little bit differently. He's like, maybe maybe it's possible for that relationship or whatever but he for whatever reason he chooses not to kill her and to kind of leave him alone so Tanjiro's hurt she's hurt but I think eventually she like collapses or, or something like that and um, this guy that's up in the woods as well he, he lives in his in a small cabin comes across them I believe and kind of helps them out he allows Tanjiro to be there and his sister uh, to like kind of sleep it off or whatever next thing you know I believe he he tells them that he's like a, a demon slayer as well or like a trainer or whatever so Tanjiro gets trained by him uh, to become a demon slayer so he can like protect his sister so in the agreement is that he goes out he ventures out on his own gets stronger um, um, get used to his training and uh, he has to pretty much show that he's worth uh, training even further but uh, what eventually happens that he passes like the Demon Slayer test, which he bumps into like two other main characters. Um, um, I think one of them is Inosuke. I believe he's he's this dude is weird, but he's addicted to fighting, and he wears like this boar's head. Um, and then the other one is, um, he's a, like, almost like an electric guy. He's, like, extremely fast, but his name is, um, uh, Zenetsu, Zenetsu, I think. I think that's his name, yeah. But, um, he bumps into those two, but I'm, I'm a kind of fall back away from that I don't want to give too much into it but he meets those two and they kind of venture out together but uh after he passes or whatever he passes the test the guy full fully trains him on demon slaying and everything um he finds out that the guy also like hypnotize his sister just in case she kind of gets like bloodthirsty but hypnotize her into thinking every human is her family member because for whatever reason her being a demon she will not kill her own family 
So every single human, she's pretty much picturing her family, her brother, her mother, stuff like that. Every demon she pictures is a demon that killed her family. So instead of her being a demon out for blood of humans, she's a demon that fights other demons for the demon slayers. But it gets a lot difficult later on. But um, yeah, so he's traveling with her. He has to like keep her in like a like some type of container he carries on his back the entire time. But she can morph to where she can be like a full size like teenager, I guess, in a way. And then she can like kind of go down to where she's like extremely like child size to make her fit in this container better. But um, yeah, so they they travel night and day and she's in the container uh, during the day. And then at night she kind of comes out, does her own thing and stuff like that. But it's it's a extremely good anime it starts it's like kind of slow but towards the middle of it it picks up quite a bit the i will say that the ending is i don't know what they were doing with the ending but there was really i guess in a way there there was a cliffhanger but it wasn't it wasn't to the point where like all the other animes that like season one ends and all of a sudden it's a huge cliffhanger you gotta wait to season two and you're just waiting and waiting demon slayer you're just waiting for more action for season two it's not like more of a story that you're gonna be waiting for it's it's more who who else can he bump into that are demon slayers that he can test his skill on and uh become stronger and maybe he'll or reverse the demon side of his sister um but yeah i'm i'm gonna just leave that there it's if you're into of course action type anime uh it has a really good storyline but the build-up is a bit long so it's not going to get right into the action they're going to do like a a, a bit of talking but eventually you have a couple scenes where it's like funny it's hilarious then all of a sudden they're fighting everything's getting serious he's learning stuff he starts to sympathize with demons he's he's understanding how to be a demon slayer but it it gets really good um but on to the next anime the next anime i want to talk about is Originally, it, it was an older anime, but I think they're doing like a reboot this year. But it's called uh, Higurashi or When They Cry. But I think it came it came out like, whew, like 2005, 2006. So it's a it's it's a fairly older anime, but it's it's extremely difficult to get into because starting off you understand stuff but later on it's back and forth it's like everything's fine in one episode but then the next episode is it's like crazy it's hard to keep up with it's like okay what's going on but 
let me get into what it's like mainly about about there's so many characters so i'm not going to name everyone i'm gonna name the main guy it revolves around but it revolves around this guy kanichi or keichi yeah keichi um in in this anime there's like what like four or five other characters that are like always around them but it revolves around him coming back to a town that he originally lived in but now he's coming back to it after a couple years of uh of uh living someplace else i can't fully remember the the full storyline to it but um this year they came out with a reboot i think it is a full reboot but the animation is completely different from the old one it's it's you can tell that it's older let me just say that but the reboot is more it's it's a lot more colorful uh more animated it's kind of weird to say it like that but if you actually seen it it seems like everything was colored with a crayon pretty much how colorful it is but um so what it's about he comes back to to a town where he used to live he grew up with um he so he starts going back to the school he knows a fairly decent amount of students already so i think the first couple of episodes he's kind of like catching up and finding out everything and then later on it gets into people dying uh there being a cult there being uh spirits uh possessing people um it eventually gets to the point where he gets scared for his life the people that or the other students around him like the four or five girls that are with him they pretty much go full psycho uh almost like they're possessed but one girl tries to like put razor blades in in a like some food she dropped off and then uh he of course ate it not thinking about it but he chomped down on a razor blade next thing you know she's still at the door and laughing and and pretty much oh it, it's it's hard to explain but she's fully psycho at this point she's trying to get in and 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 kill him he's not trying to let her in but then all of a sudden the following day it switches up she doesn't remember she don't understand what happened she don't even like believe that she was at the house she don't remember cooking anything or making anything for him but that pretty much goes on in every single episode at that point it's like days of everything being normal then there's one or two days where they all go crazy then all of a sudden they start dying uh they are they're killing each other they're trying to kill him but uh there's not too much to say about this anime if you're into like that whole thriller psychological type anime 
I recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Um, but if you want to start with the original, I would recommend the original. But if the new one that just came out this year is a reboot, I guess that'll be fine too. But um, let's get on my third anime I want to talk about. It's Jujutsu, Jujutsu uh, Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. It, like, the manga released for it, like, two years ago. But the anime came out just this month. I've been reading the manga as they've been, like, translating them to come over. I think they're, what, like, book volume 16 or 20 or something, like, out in Japan. But, um, here, they just released, uh, volume 6, which I have like seven and eight pre-ordered on Amazon. So as soon as they come out, I get them. But um, I don't want to give too much away with this one either because there's, it's right into action with this anime. It's like, they don't do all that build up. The very first episode is already fighting demons because that's what it's about. It's like, um, it's kind of like, I guess you can call them like exorcists pretty much. But there's exorcists and then there's like full on demons. It, not human looking demons, but like demons with like giant demons. There's ones with multiple arms. It's a bunch of di- different type of demons. But um, with this one, I'm, I'm going to actually get into a couple uh, characters. But the main character, Yuji, all right, it revolves around him. So he he's almost like abnormal, how strong he is, how fast he is. It seems like he's already like superhuman, but um, he doesn't know about demons He's he's not a demon slayer. He's not a exorcist. He, he, he has nothing to do with demons. Didn't even know they existed. But um, he goes to this school. Very normal like high school. There's this guy that I believe goes to a school as well. That's uh, that is like an exorcist. But his name is uh, what is it like Megumi or no. Um. Yeah, I think Megumi. The very first episode pretty much consists of him in this, like, what is it, like the occult club I think he's in. He just, he likes to be in it because he has friends in it, but people try to get him to, like, join the the track club, the track team or whatever, and other sports. Um, one day they... He comes across like this curse object. I'm, I'm going to explain what it is later on. But he comes across this curse object. He's, uh, he, he doesn't really believe in it, but he gave it to the occult club, which consists of two other members. They chose to, um, they chose to actually try to like, unwrap it and see what it's about and so they went back to the school 
at night and they're about to open it. So as they're about to open it, see, there's a, there's a lot of buildup. So you have to watch the first episode, but I want to get right into it. Um, as they're opening it, they're trying to unwrap it. So as all this is going on, Yuji and I really want to say his name is like Megumi, but Yuji and Megumi is talking. Megumi is trying to get the cursed object because he sensed that Yuji uh, had it. So uh, Yuji's uh, Yuji and Megumi is at the hospital because Yuji's grandfather just passed. That was his last remaining family member. He was uh, he was watching after him pretty much in the hospital and everything. But Megumi is trying to get the curse object. Yuji's not taking it serious. He's like, yeah, you can have it. And he throws him the box. So as he gets the box, he's, he's like, all right, thank you very much. You shouldn't play with curse objects. And he opens it. He's like, where's the object? So Yuji goes, well, I gave it to the occult club two other members they're gonna open it today or tonight uh in which he panics of course because he's like well they're gonna die so they both rush to the high school by the time they make it to the high school the two already has it uncovered um as soon as they uncover it they realize that it's a finger so once it becomes uncovered demons start coming through pretty much trying to get it because if they acquire the uh, finger they can be twice as strong as what they are now so a bunch of demons come out they both get attacked they both almost die and then Megumi he in, ends up saving or at least attempting to save one of them but uh the demon ended up like overpowering him he megumi is pretty much like a summoner he summons like uh like shinigami i believe they're called so he summons like two wolf shinigamis trying to fight off this dude or this demon and as he's starting to kind of like lose power uh all of a sudden yuji like jumps from like ground level he jumps all the way up to like the fourth what fourth story window jumps through kicks like kicks or punch punches the demon and then grabs his two friends that the demon is already like trying to consume because one of them have has the finger so he saves them both and then all of a sudden the uh megumi he tells them say hey you need to leave run stuff like that and as he's he, he leaves the demon follows and then next thing you know he's like so uh he's like so the demon's trying to eat it because they're going to get powerful right megumi of course tells him it's like yes you need to keep it away from him don't let him have it give it to me and then next thing you know he tosses the finger up and swallows it so of course megumi at this point is like you're going to die you shouldn't have did that and then all of a sudden dude just 
he like shuts down and then boom like he doesn't transform but power it, it was almost like a barrier uh, around him so the demon at this point uh, I think he had him like wrapped up like he pretty much had him and he was about to start consuming him but he broke apart from that demon he became the cursed object which the finger or whatever belonged to like this real high powered uh, uh, demon Uh, oh man what was his name Uh, Sukuna yeah Sukuna I think they're they call him but he uh, he pretty much becomes him and takes over uh, Yuji's body so as he's taking out the demons he goes ahead and pretty much dispatch the demons and then he turns towards uh, Megami he's about to kill Megami or at least attempt to kill him but uh Megami at this point is like well I can't let you leave I have to take you out uh, you're a cursed object now you're not human so at this point he summons tries to kill him and then all of a sudden uh, Yuji gets hold of his body it's like he grabs himself around the throat it's like what are you doing with my body you don't have my permission to do this and of course the cursed object guy he's like how how are you this strong to overpower uh, my control and but it gets pretty crazy from that point on but at that moment this higher uh higher up um like exorcist guy or sorcerer i think they're called or something like that he pops up and pretty much like uh fights him for a bit and then knocks him out it's like no problem at all but i think his name is like sar uh satora satora i believe but uh he's like overpowered but he takes him in he uh he pretty much seals him up almost he seals his arms and he's explaining to him it's like you're a cursed object we have to kill you we're going to execute you and then uh i think i think he eventually gets to the point where he's like but i want to use you before we execute you i want you to consume all of the uh, fingers because you're able to consume them and not die. So, of course, Yuji's like, "No, I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm just a normal high schooler." And it's like, but he tries to explain to him now. It's like, "You're not human. You're a cursed object. You have no rights. Either you die now, or you die later. But if you die later," You get the satisfaction of helping people live. The more fingers you you consume, the less deaths would happen in, in the future. So eventually he agrees. He's like, yes, I consume them. Um, but then the, uh, the, the exorcist company or the sorcerer company or whatever, the, the group. They choose that they don't want him around, but he talks them into it because this Satora guy is like one of the 
the most powerful. He's pretty much number one. So he talks them into actually agreeing to it, which they don't still agree with. But uh, he starts training them, getting them stronger, getting them to the point where he can kind of suppress the uh, the demon or the curse object guy. And he starts to get stronger. He starts to be able to actually use that power. But uh, it... it, it it builds up from there and it's action after action after action but I will say as far as where I am in the manga there is action but there's a lot of talking so I think the first couple episodes are going to be maybe uh, of course full ex- uh, explaining of everything and Maybe a little bit of action. But towards the end, I'm thinking they're going to get a lot, a lot more further into the story. But I don't know how many episodes they're going for. So if you like the podcast and want to help me out, just just follow. Maybe give me a, a rating over at Apple Podcasts. But you can find this podcast Anywhere you get your podcast. But if you also want to talk to me, maybe personally, I have an email that you can email any questions to, or you can go over to Anchor and give me a voice message. Only if you want to. But my email is anniedeathpodcast at yahoo.com. But also you can follow me on Instagram if you want to do a um a DM over there. Um, but it's Andy Dev Podcast uh, over at Instagram. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody that's listening. And uh, hope to talk to you in the next episode.